Section 42 of History of Egypt, Chaldea, Syria, Babylonia, and Assyria, Volume 3, by Gaston Maspero. Read for LibriVox.org into the public domain. Appendix. Pharaonic Lists. The Pharaohs of the Ancient and Middle Empires. Dynasties 1 through 14. The lists of the Pharaohs of the Memphite period appear to have been drawn up in much the same order as we now possess them, as early as the Twelfth Dynasty. It is certain that the sequence was definitely fixed about the time of the twentieth dynasty, since it was under this that the canon of Turin was copied. The lists which have come down to us appear to follow two traditions, which differ completely in certain cases. One has been preserved for us by the abbreviators of Manetho, while the other was the authority followed by the compilers of the tables of Abydos and Saqqara, as well as by the author of the Turin Papyrus. There appear to have been in the first five dynasties a certain number of kings whose exact order and filiation were supposed to be well known to the compilers, but at the same time there were others whose names were found on the monuments, but whose position with regard to their predecessors was indicated neither by historical documents nor by popular romance. We find, therefore, in these two traditional lists a series of sovereigns always occupying the same position, and others hovering around them who have no decided place. The hieroglyphic lists and the royal canon appear to have been chiefly concerned with the former, but the authorities followed by Manetho have studiously collected the names of the latter, and have intercalated them in different places, sometimes in the middle, but mostly at the end of the dynasty, where they form a kind of caput mortuum. The most striking example of this arrangement is afforded to us in the fourth dynasty. The contemporary monuments show that its kings formed a compact group, to which are appended the first three sovereigns of the fifth dynasty, always in the same order. Menkari succeeded Khafri, Shapsiskaf followed Menkari, Yusurkaf followed Shapsipskaf, and so on to the end. The lists of Manetho suppress Shapsiskaf, and substitute four other individuals in his place, namely Katoesis, Bekiris, Sibrakeris, Thamsis, whose reigns must have occupied more than half a century. These four were doubtless aspirants to the throne, or local kings, belonging to the time between the fourth and fifth dynasties, whom Manetho's authorities inserted between the compact groups made up of Cheops and his sons on the one hand, and of Usurkoff and his two real or supposed brothers on the other, omitting Shopsiskoff, and having no idea that Usurkoff was his immediate successor, with or without rivals to the throne. In a course of lectures given at the Collège de France, 1893 to 1895, I have examined at length the questions raised by a study of the various lists, and I may be able, perhaps, some day, to publish the result of my researches. For the present, I must confine myself merely to what is necessary to the elucidation of the present work, namely, the Menethonian tradition on the one hand, and the tradition of the monumental tables on the other. The text which I propose to follow for the latter, during the first five dynasties, is that of the second table of Abydos. The names placed between brackets are taken either from the table of Saqqara or from the royal canon of Turin. The numbers of the years, months, and days are those furnished by the last-mentioned document. From the sixth to the twelfth dynasty, the lists of Manetho are at fault. They give the origin and duration of the dynasties without furnishing us with the names of the kings. This blank is partially filled by the table of Abydos, by the fragments of the Turin papyrus, and by information supplied by the monuments. 
no such definitely established sequence appears to have existed for this period as for the preceding ones. The Heracleopolitan dynasties figure, perhaps, in the canon of Turin only. As for the later Memphite dynasties, the table of Abydos gives one series of pharaohs, while the canon adopts a different one. After the close of the sixth dynasty, and before the accession of the ninth, there was doubtless a period when several branches of the royal family claimed the supremacy, and ruled in different parts of Egypt. This is what we know to have taken place later, between the twenty-second and the twenty-fourth dynasties. The tradition of Abydos had, perhaps, adopted one of these contemporaneous dynasties, while the Turin papyrus had chosen another. Manetho, on the other hand, had selected from among them, as representatives of the legitimate succession, the line reigning at Memphis, which immediately followed the sovereigns of the sixth dynasty. The following table gives both the series known, as far as it is possible for the present to re-establish the order. The eleventh Theban dynasty contains but a small number of kings according to the official lists. The tables on the monuments recognize only two, Nibkuri and Sandkari, but the Turin canon admits at least half a dozen. These differences probably arose from the fact that the second Heracleopolitan dynasty having reigned at the same time as the earlier Theban princes, the tables on the monuments, while rejecting the Heracleopolitans, recognized as legitimate pharaohs only those of the Theban kings who had ruled over the whole of Egypt, namely, the first and last of the series. The canon, on the contrary, replaced the later Heracleopolitans by those among the contemporary Thebans who had assumed the royal titles. Whatever may have been the cause of these combinations, we find the lists again harmonizing with the accession of the twelfth Theban dynasty. For the succeeding dynasties we possess merely the names enumerated on the fragments of the Turin papyrus, several of which, however, are also found either on the royal chamber at Karnak, or on contemporary monuments. The order of the names is not always certain. It is, perhaps, best to transcribe the sequences we are able to gather it from the fragments of the royal papyrus, without attempting to distinguish between those which belong to the thirteenth, and those which must be relegated to the following dynasties. About fifty names still remain, but so mutilated and scattered over such small fragments of papyrus that their order is most uncertain. We possess monuments of about one-fifth of these kings, and the lengths of their reigns. As far as we know them, all appear to have been short. We have no reason to doubt that they did really govern, and we can only hope that in time the progress of excavation will yield us records of them one after another. They bring us down to the period of the invasion of the shepherds, and it is possible that some among them may be found to be contemporaries of the 15th and 16th dynasties. End of section 42 End of volume 3 of the History of Egypt, Chaldea, Syria, Babylonia, and Assyria by Gaston Maspero Read by Professor Heather and By in Carrollton, Georgia, in December 2009. For more free audiobooks or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org.